Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's a beautiful 1st of August, 2022. Come at the Christian Yak Podcast. We have a very, very special episode. Yes, bonuses and bureaucratic blunders. That's right. All these people getting paid out during the height of our pandemic and our borderline recession. I tell you, what a poop show. All that more. Come at the Christian Yak Podcast. Please stick around. Oh, listener discretion is advised. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. Yes, sir. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast, a Canadian veteran's point of view on political, social, economic issues, and life. Here's Krusty. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Krusty Canuck Podcast. I'm your host, Krusty Canuck, and uh, this is also brought to you in part by the fine people at Dark Horse Entrepreneur. That's right, brought to you by a Tracy Brinkman. Uh, go to him to darkhorseschooling.com, links in the description. Tracy Brinkman will give you insider tips and how to make your podcast even that more spectacular. And this is also brought to you by free speech more important than your feelings anyway carrying on ladies and gentlemen with episode 183 of Christian Cat podcast my apologies out there to my fans and uh, my avid listeners who are looking forward to an episode this saturday um had some bad news we had to put down one of our pets it was kind of tough i had to drive it to the vet and uh give the old thumbs up on the injection and say goodbye to my sweet little girl tansy so my wife and i you know it was it was a tough day. Saturday was a tough day for us. I miss that little dog because uh, she was just quite a special little little animal. So for those of you out there who have pets and they're suffering and they have a disease or they're sick or the humane thing to do is to give them a way out. So on that note, my apologies for not showing up Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, had a family emergency per se. Anyway, as I was saying, Episode 183, Bureaucratic Blunders and Bonuses. And if you like and hear what you see, please click like and subscribe and share this content all around your social media platforms, ladies and gentlemen. And please send me an email, KrustyBConnect67. You'll see a little red thing at the bottom there. Uh, try me out there too. So in the news past couple of weeks, we have come across some interesting tidbits of information from independent media and as well as mainstream media too. So I'll be sharing some facts and figures there shortly. But uh, the past couple weeks has been tough on everybody. We're seeing a lot of uh, Dutch farmers still holding the line. And our beloved, uh, excuse me, puppet boy of Prime Minister, Mr. Sock Boy, Mr. Puppet, Mr. WDF aficionado, Justin Trudeau is contemplating and taking another 30% of nitrogen out of Canadian farms, just like uh, Mr. Ruta out of Holland is doing the same thing to his farmers. All in the name of the environment there, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I work in the agriculture industry. I, for one, know for a fact that regardless of what I do when it's feeding cattle or looking after cattle, you need nitrogen to grow things, right? Ranchers count on it. Dairy farmers count on it. You know, rodeo aficionados count on it. Even pig farmers count on it. You have to have nitrogen in the mix. And you're not going to solve the world's problem by cutting farming down by 30%. Now, regardless of how you personally feel about um, the Great Reset or conspiracy theories as we see them, okay, 
you have to realize too that farming is an asset regardless if you like the lifestyle or not regardless if you enjoy the lifestyle or not i myself i have a lot of respect for farmers uh, part of my youth, I worked in a dairy farm. We grew up in a dairy farm. So I understand what it takes to uh, get the work done, to make sure that there's food in the table, that the lights are on. A basic work ethic that we're all should have been taught at a young age. However, we're seeing more and more people in our generation, Generation X, and the generation just a bit lower who, who uh, do not embrace that because there's so much of this socialist bullshit going around that makes me want to puke. Uh, well, <laughs> how else do I say it? But uh, it's, it's getting scary, ladies and gentlemen. When, when you see these individuals, they go on national television and they will just be so ignorant towards the farming industry too, okay? There are people out there that actually believe you can just go to the grocery store and get all the meat and eggs you want. And they tend to fail to realize that those eggs come from a chicken farm and the milk comes from a dairy farm. And when they have their kebabs, <laughs> when they drive their beamers to a great big barbecue, <laughs> that the meat comes from something called a cow or a steer, whatever, whatever your breed is. Okay. And there's beef cattle for that purpose. And every aspect of chicken farming, dairy farming, pig farming, beef farming has to be done by individuals that have invested time and effort and money and labor, tons of fucking labor to make sure that meat gets to your table in a timely manner, okay? Now, with all this environmental hoopla and stuff in regards to we have to cut the nitrogen down, have to cut this down, how about we punish the polluters? Oh, there's a novel idea. Punish people that actually do something stupid, that actually, you know, put bad things in rivers, eh? There's an idea. And how about we punish those individuals that put super high toxins into the sky, right? I could say China and India are guilty of that too. Hmm? But, you know, if we say that uh, in, in front of our beloved prime minister, he'll sit there and have you censored and say, oh, no, he loves that beloved dictatorship. He admires that dictatorship. Yeah. However, cry me a river there, Justin. Uh, I guess in local news too, uh, I guess there was a shooting in Ajax, Ontario there a couple of nights ago. Or was it last night? Uh, six people were shot in a drive-by, one person in critical condition. Now, I don't know about you, but to my fellow gun owners out there and veterans and sports shooters and stuff, um, has there not been a lockdown and a cease on certain purchases? And yet there's still gun crime going on. There's still issues going on with ganglands and thuggery alike. Hmm. Something to ponder, eh? So I guess there are uh, lockdowns on on guns and sales and, and banning this and banning that really isn't working now, is it? Hmm. And yet the experts were told this years ago too, even prior to the Nova Scotia fiasco. And there's more and more information on uh, Brenda Lucky uh, telling the powers that be what was going on when they really had no idea what the hell was going on. So that's another story too. I might do it for another episode later, ladies and gentlemen, but anyway, carrying on with episode 183. That's right. We've got the whole issue here with bonuses and <laughs> bureaucratic blunders. That's right. Yes, you can see a picture of Dr. Dina Henshaw, Alberta's health minister, and CBC, and a few other uh, people at the Bank of Canada giving themselves little perks and bonuses over the past two years. Now, I'll read uh, a story here. 
uh, shortly uh, from the Calgary Herald, and they reported how Miss Henshaw received roughly uh, $227,000 extra dollars a year based on her efforts in regards to uh, the pandemic. Even though she was more or less an administrator telling people what to do and encouraging the powers that be to, uh, you know, give guys a hard time. You know, people like uh, Arthur Polowski and uh, the owner of the Whistle Stop Cafe. But, you know, we'll get back to that shortly. But uh, I'll, I'll explain the buffooneries to you there shortly. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. Yeah, so here's an article from uh, the Calgary Herald in regards to uh, Miss Henshaw's compensation. Yes, compensation there. I'll just read along with you there, too. Uh, let's see here. Alberta, Alberta's top doctor brought home nearly $600,000 between her salary and cash benefits in 2021. Mm, interesting. Oh, did she commit, you know, uh, open heart surgery? Chief medical officer of health, Dr. Dina Henshaw made roughly $363,633 and 92 cents in salary and $227,911 and 35 cents in cash benefits in quotes last year according to the alberta government sunshine list updated last month which discloses severance and salary for civil servants earning above a certain threshold uh, that ranks as the highest cash bonus as well as the highest total payout to a government of alberta employee since the province started disclosing this information back in 2016 the compensation encompassed a year in which Hinshaw was the public face of Alberta's COVID-19 response, including its vaccine rollout and implementation of public health measures. In a statement to Post Media, Alberta Health said 107 government employees received special services compensation in 2021 for extra work during the pandemic response. Okay. Extra work, eh? So they're doing extra work to make everyone safe, and yet there's businesses being closed and people being fined. Well, to my friends out here in Alberta, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and other provinces and states alike, too, to my American viewers. They said those payments were made in accordance with criteria set by the Public Service Commission, with similar compensation paid out during previous emergencies like the 2013 Alberta floods and the 2016 Fort McMurray fire. Okay, well, the floods lasted a few days and the fire lasted a few days. Um, that still doesn't justify those bonuses, as far as I'm concerned. A total includes special service compensation. The chief medical officer of health determined using a formula that manages and based on additional hours worked, said Steve Buick, press secretary for the health minister, Jason Copping. Given the scale of response to the COVID-19 pandemic, an extraordinary amount of additional work was required from Alberta's top health doctor. The extra pay to Henshaw encompasses how hours work beyond 45 hours during a week. Pay disclosures from previous years show Henshaw took home a base salary of $300,633. Yeah, well, fuck, whatever. In 2020 and an additional 332 in 2019. Should not receive additional cash benefits in either year. Okay, so without sounding... <laughs> now, okay, she's compensated because she earned... Uh, she worked an extra 40, you know, she worked more than 45 hours a week. All right. And you just heard it here, you know, right from the horse's mouth. Okay. Now, all these cutbacks, okay. Other perks and other benefits. Okay. She basically went in front of the media, 
gave sit reps on what was going on. Situation report, situation report, situation report. Now, did she commit any of these surgeries? Did she commit her time and effort to any of these hospitals that were apparently overrun? No, she did not. Okay. Did she commit uh, suggestions to open heart surgery? Did she help people that were, who might have lost some limbs, might have lost their eyesight? No. No. So that much money is self-explanatory. It goes to show the bureaucracy, again, has failed, ladies and gentlemen. And it, it's, it's not working. It's not working for you. It's not working for me. It's not working for anybody, per se. And uh, it's a little disgusting. Now, I'll leave the link in the description for you all to follow at your own leisure and read along with it, too. Um, it's just bureaucracy at its finest. She's also the same person that really didn't make a stink when a lot of people in this province were being arrested, where people were being fined. As I mentioned, Arthur Pelowski, who goes out in Calgary on his own accord, who gets volunteers to feed the homeless. Uh, I forget the gentleman's name. It was Stop Cafe, but he was a big supporter of the trucker convoy. He was chastised quite a bit by Alberta Health in regards to keeping his restaurant and gas station and his convenience store open because his livelihood depended on it and people in that area depended on it too. But we don't, we don't hear that. We have to worry about bonuses that these individuals get to sit there and dictate laws and rules and regulations to you and me. Okay? And it's the same thing in Ontario, in the Belle-Provence, on the East Coast, and the West Coast. Okay? Perks and privileges. Perks and privileges. Oh, my. I just love the perks of being a know-it-all. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. Yeah, some more perks and privileges for, for being in a position, right? Now, I personally know a physician, and she confessed to me she makes about 200000 plus a year as a medical practitioner, okay? Nice person. Her and her husband work very hard for the money. She's on her feet. She diagnoses. She helps. She has an incredible bedside manner, and she's not from Canada, right? And not so many words she confessed to me what she makes a year. Okay. And she also confirmed in not so many words too, that Miss Hinshaw doesn't really deserve that kind of little perk and privilege, right? It's more or less hush money, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it is. Hush money, right? And speaking of hush money, we also have uh, a little thing here from Spencer Fernando, a uh, great independent Canadian intellect who knows quite a bit about what, uh, <laughs> the world is and what this country is going through. And I'll just queue it up here for you as all too, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Uh, he has a story in regards to bank of Canada. And uh, <laughs> it's quite interesting how he puts that together in perspective. You know? And I'll queue that up for you. There's two ladies and gentlemen. Now it, it seems with all the money going left and going right and going overseas, how much of that money is coming back to you and me. Okay. How much of that is coming back to Canadians? How much of that is coming back uh, to people that have worked throughout the pandemic, even people that lost their jobs and got hired again or found a better job or got another job, right? Okay, yours truly was, wasn't gainfully employed as much during the pandemic. I went through my savings account to keep the lights on. The pension only covers so much, ladies and gentlemen. But I had a nice little nest egg tuck away, and there's a few other lads that I knew who scrimped and saved to put their money away. and. Just like that, it was gone. 
because of administration, because of lockdowns, because of masks, because of this and that and that and this and that, blah, blah, blah. The same old jibber jab everywhere you go. But uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it, it's not as, as lucrative as you think, right? A lot of people have struggled. People are still struggling trying to get things done. People are still trying to make sense of everything here. And, uh, you know, here's the story from Spencer Fernando, a uh, Canadian know-it-all. Great writer, by the way. And I'll just read along with the article here, too. You know, uh, amid re repeated failures, the Bank of Canada gave themselves big pay raises and bonuses. And this comes from 21st of July. So this isn't really new news, but it's still relevant. You know, documents obtained by the Canadian Taxpayers Federation demonstrate how the Bank of Canada used your money to reward themselves. Well, gee, sounds like a Liberal Party, eh? Giving themselves a raise every year? Hmm. While they're ignoring warnings from common sense people like us, and while they're repeatedly getting it wrong on inflation, it turns out the Bank of Canada was rewarding themselves for their failures. Documents obtained by the Canadian Taxpayers Federation reveal the extent to which the Bank of Canada used your money to better their own financial situation, even as the financial situation of Canadians worsened, in large part due to the Bank of Canada's failures. And air quotes here, the Bank of Canada gave its employees $45 million in pay raises and bonuses during the pandemic, even though it failed to hit its inflation target, according to records obtained by the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Why is the Bank of Canada putting itself in the back and handling out millions in bonuses and pay raises while Canadians are struggling to pay for groceries and gas, asked Franco Tedrozano, federal director of the CTF. If its objective is to keep inflation low, then it doesn't make sense for Canada's central bank to hand out bonuses and pay raises while the cost of living soars. In 2020, the Bank of Canada gave pay raises to 1,728 employees, costing $5.3 million. In 2021, it gave pay raises to 1,857 employees, costing $5.2 million. It did not cut the pay of any employees in 2020 or 2021. Amazingly, the Bank of Canada also seemed to be reveling in their ability to war themselves despite failing, giving out bonuses uh, for quote-unquote, meeting or exceeding expectations. In addition to pay raises, the Bank of Canada gave bonuses to 1,632 employees in 2020, costing $16.2 million. In 2021, it gave bonuses to 1,752 employees, costing $18.4 million. Bank of Canada told the CTF that it hands out bonuses for successfully meeting or exceeding expectations. Okay, so we understand that, you know, you go above me on your job, you should get a pay raise, right? When I started at my job, I was getting 19 bucks. I show up on time, do a bit of extra work. Now I'm making $21. That's great. But about 600 bucks on my check goes to taxes every goddamn pay. These clowns. Hmm. Yeah. And he also poses the question too, do they meet or exceed their goal of keeping inflation in check? Now that was the expectation. Did they do the right thing by enabling Trudeau's endless deficits? Nope. Of course not. They do a good job predicting inflation. Nope, just the opposite. In fact, they warned of the risk of deflation, even as others were saying inflation was a threat. Big government rewards failure while punishing success. So what I will do is I'll leave this article here for you, my beautiful audience out there to read on your own leisure. Well, and uh, just... <laughs> it, it, it goes up there with the whole mandate where everyone gets the trophy. Everyone gets a good pat in the back. Well done. Meanwhile, people that live in reality get it up the chuff. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at krustycanuck.ca. 
And just a reminder there too, ladies and gentlemen, if you like and hear what you see, please click like and subscribe. You can also find my podcast on Podbean, Rumble, Brighteen, Amazon, and Player FM if you uh, care to join me there too. Uh, you can join me on my Podbean site. That's my host podcast site there too. Please click like, subscribe, and join me there. You can also find the Krusty Geck podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Rumble, YouTube, Getter, and of course, as I mentioned, Podbean. So I try to load my content and all those platforms for you, my wonderful audience out there, to enjoy at your leisure too. Anyway, carrying on again with episode 183, bonuses and bureaucratic blunders. So I think I've read a couple of blunders to you. The Bank of Canada's lied. Okay. A lot of these medical administrators, I can't speak English today. A lot of these medical administrators and bureaucrats alike have lied. Walk home with great paychecks. Okay. But here's another one that comes from uh, True North News, too. I've mentioned them before. They do have some great work. And a special thank you out there once again to uh, Calgary Herald and Spencer Fernando for writing such great articles in regards to exposing the buffoonery of the uh, bureaucracy. <laughs> but this comes from True North here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, in regards to uh, CBC getting a few extra bonuses as well. So I'll just cue this up here, too, for your leisures check it out for yourselves and like i say i'll leave links in the description uh for all you to look at at your own time but uh the cbc has done some wonderful things in the past well we'll say since 2015 since justin trudeau started you know lying their pockets with paying taxpayer funds but uh you know i digress here uh we just read along here uh, thanks again to true north uh, media out there too cbc employees earned 30 million in covid bonuses during the pandemic and that's by andrew kozak here uh this is dated 25th of july so it's still relevant ladies and gentlemen cbc paid 30 million in covid bonuses over to over a thousand employees amounting to roughly fifteen thousand dollars each in 2020 and 2021 even though the state broadcaster reported draining ad revenue and lack of funding from the government at the time figures showed a total of fifteen thousand and thirteen. holy cow wow 15 million, sorry, $13,838 paid at uh, 1,330 employees in 2020, resulting in $14,520 each. Wow. God, I, I just want to puke. <laughs> this is also retained by Blacklock's reporter, too, one of Canada's legitimate news sources, too. A lot of uh, identified executives, of course, got paid this. During this time, the CBC was forced to lay off 11 staff at its Radio Canada International Division and required a 21 million government bailout during the pandemic, in addition to its 1.5 billion annual federal grant. Brought to you by the Canadian taxpayer. Okay, so here is more. More and more and more of these ungrateful snots who have made tons of money. Well, people like you and me had to go and struggle and work, beg for jobs, borrow, dip into our savings. Okay. And it works out that individuals get an extra 15 grand a year, in some cases, 15 grand a month. And for what? For subpar performances, for uh, lack of caring, lacking consideration. Look how they monitored and look how they covered the truckers' convoy back in February and January, or January and February, sorry. Okay, look how the major mainstream outlets, especially the CBC, 
when they come up with stories and BS in regards, oh, it must be some kind of Russian influence, or it must be American Republicans who have uh, said and, and funded this for GoFundMe and, uh, and all this crap. Well, no. And that was proven wrong. Okay, that was proven wrong numerous times, and they're still having committees and hearings in regards to why they instilled the Emergency Measures Act. So basically, the CBC is nothing but propagandists for the Liberal government because they got paid oodles and oodles of cash prior to the Liberal election and before and during and after every election thereof. Extra payouts here. Okay. I didn't see anybody in the CBC in ground zero talking to individuals at the convoy. I didn't see anybody at the CBC talking to people that were uh, setting fire and destroying the railheads and railway tracks across the country back in 2020. Did the CBC go out of the way to find out who was setting fire to churches last summer in retaliation to the uh, so-called graves that were found? Right, And yet all these clowns, a thousand, you heard me, and I'll leave the links in the description for you all to listen to, ladies and gentlemen, who were, <laughs> they just didn't even bother. They didn't bother talking because that's not the narrative they want, right? A thousand plus people in Canada's major news network getting all this change for what? Just to put up and shut up, basically, right? And you, you can honestly see the past two years have been so detrimental when it comes to people's integrity. Who is standing up and fighting the good fight? Tamara Litch did. In regards to how I feel about Pat King and how much I really disagree with his nonsense, he took a stand. Right? James Topp took a stand. He marched across the country. Where's the mainstream media on those individuals and the good they have caused and the influence they have spread around not just the country, but around the bloody globe? Right? Where's the, where's, where's the positive outcome on that? Right. See, what I don't understand is that a lot of these mainstream guys are promoting more of the fear. Now, we've got this monkeypox thing to worry about. Right. We've got this issue with with uh, certain homosexual men spreading monkeypox around. Are we going to go back to the 80s again and uh, call the AIDS pandemic the gay disease? We're we going to call monkeypox the gay disease. We're we going to go back to those old days and create more division and create more prejudice and more hatred because people have a different lifestyle. Well, we're doing it now. People want the freedom lifestyle. People want the freedom to go out and work, to earn their money, to keep their money, to save for a rainy day or other rainy days or save for college for their kids or save for piano lessons or sports or just save in general. So when they do retire, they can retire with dignity, respect, and give themselves a pat in the back and say, yep, I fucking did that for 40 years. Job well done. But no, we constantly have to have this directive and this constant fear-mongering. The whole build back better bullshit. Bureaucratic bonus bullshit is basically what it is. Okay? They're still enforcing people and trying to get people to think about eating the bugs. Yavor, you would like the bugs, you would own nothing and be happy. Fuck you, Klaus. Every supporter out there that constantly downloads all this socialist bullshit, and I'm seeing it on my feeds all the time too, ladies and gentlemen. I am constantly seeing these, 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 these ridiculous socialist feeds. Now, I studied socialism in school. When I was 16, I thought, yeah, yeah, the proletariat sounds like a great deal. Tiananmen Square happened. Then the Berlin Wall fell. So a lot of people woke up to that fucking mantra pretty quick and realized, yeah, freedom's not so bad. 
Yeah, freedom's pretty cool. And it's something worth fighting for, something worth dying for. I know because I was with a unit that helped people fight for freedom. And I'm not talking freedom like, you know, waving the flag and saying, yep, Canadian freedom or American freedom. Freedom for people to do and go about their effing business the way they see fit. Basic freedom. Okay? But every time you turn on television, let's worry about what the Pope had to say. Let's worry about what this doctor has to say. Let's worry about the monkeypox. Let's worry more about the, the COVID. Let's worry about more mandates. Let's worry about their freaking Arrive Can app that's holding people hostage when they come back to Canada. Okay? A year ago, they said they're not going to mandate this. They're not going to mandate that. And what do they do? They mandate it. And then they put the Arrive Can app out there telling people, look again, we're watching you. That's what it is. Tim Hortons, for God's sakes, got into trouble recently, got their PP slap big time for invading people's privacies. And what do they do to, uh, <laughs> to accommodate those they've offended? How about a coffee and a donut? Hey, you know, big spenders, hey? You cheap bastards. So I think you all see where I'm going with this, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we're, we're missing the common courtesy. We are missing the ability to really get up and question these assholes. I believe in finding a peaceful resolution to all this garbage. Right? But we're getting to a point where we're constantly being pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and fined and pushed and jailed and fined and pushed. And not even a promise of a kiss. Just keep pushing us. What say you? You can reach me at crustybcanuck67 at gmail.com. All the pertinent information will be in my description, ladies and gentlemen. Every time I post these videos, you'll find all the descriptions where you can reach out to me, contact me, say hello, whatever. You can send me some swagger. I'll give you my mailing address, too. Send me some free stuff. And if you get a chance, please check out my shop at Customized Girl, too. Link will be in the description as well. I've got T-shirts, got hats, got mugs, got swimsuits, got shorts. i got bikini tops and all that, too, with the ladies. So bring out your inner bay watch. It is summertime still. So please get out there and enjoy the sun with some crusty Canuck swagger today. Anyway, carrying on again with more of the uh, uh, bureaucratic BS, episode 183. Bonuses and bureaucratic blunders. Yes, CBC just gave themselves a nice bonus. Dina Henshaw got a nice bonus. Bank of Canada's got bonuses. Bonuses, bonuses, bonuses everywhere. Goes with the old saying, boards, boards, boards. So how many board members are getting bonuses too? Say that three times really fast. Mm, I dare you. <laughs> well. I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's been an interesting couple of weeks in Canadian fairs and in world affairs too. My heart goes out to the Dutch farmers and Canadian farmers and American farmers and every farmer in working democracies as we see today because they put food on our tables, ladies and gentlemen, and they work like hell to make sure that the meat is up to standard. They work like hell to make sure that the dairy is up to standard and pork and poultry. So when you go up for your little chicken fingers, think where they come from. When you have your French fries and gravy, think where it comes from. You have that glass of milk. Where do you think it comes from? Hmm? You get little Billy a cheeseburger after a good soccer game. Where do you think that meat comes from? Right? Put in a few slices of tomato, lettuce, pickles. Someone had to grow that food. Think about that. How do you think it got to the grocery store? Right? By the magical grocery fairy? Yes, of course. Those are the same people that think money grows in trees and I deserve a trophy. No. People like that deserve a good kick of reality. Right? 
because I, I guarantee about 95% of those individuals that do not think about the outside will have no skills on how to acquire said food items if something terrible was to happen. And that's just me, though. Right? Like I say, ladies and gentlemen, if you like and hear what you see, please click like, subscribe, and share this content all around your social media platforms. And uh, I try to get episodes at least uh, twice when I'm on my off cycle there. Because I usually do 10 days on, and I got four days off. Uh, past couple of days, like I said, were rough. We lost one of our pets. Had to put her down. Poor girl. Tansy, I miss you. But uh, we're overcoming, as, as always. And uh, I, I try to get these videos up and running. For you, my wonderful audience out there, as much as I can, too. And I'm in the works of trying to get this podcast on a network, too. So the more you share my content, ladies and gentlemen the easier it's going to be for me. So please click like, subscribe, and share this all around your social media platforms. I'll be right back after this. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. Oh, call me old-fashioned, but uh, where I come from, you work hard, you get ahead. Now, I've worked for people in my life and in my career uh, as an ex-soldier. I've worked for some people that expect you to give and give and give, and it takes them forever to find the courage to give you 25% based on your 100. Okay, people like that, doesn't matter what trade or profession you're in, and people like that I don't, I don't respect. Okay, But I've worked for people that where you give them 100% and they give you 100%, meaning they'll help you along, they'll help you advance, they'll help you get ahead. You know, If you need a day off, not a problem. You know, you need some admin time to sort some papers out or something. Not a problem. It's done for you. What I'm seeing now is that no matter how hard you work for something, there's either somebody saying you can't or somebody saying you won't. And the powers that be just don't give a shit. Well, then it's up to us to give a shit. It's up to us to say we can and we will. That's simple. Peacefully. Because the last thing I want to see, ladies and gentlemen, is, is violence. Honestly, the last thing I want to see would be like, say, an Arab Spring. Or somebody goes to a protest and someone's trigger happy, and then what have you got? You got chaos. You got carnage. A lot of good people have passed on the past couple of years. A lot of good people have passed on the past five years. A lot of people dear to me have left the building, and it sucks. In a way, I'm happy they're in a better place. In another way, I miss them dearly. But uh, let's say that for another episode. Um, I, I I want this democracy to work. It's what I fought for. It's what my friends fought for. It's what my grandparents fought for. It's what your parents or your friends fought for. And it doesn't matter if it's in Canada, the United States, uh, to my new friends in Britain, to my new friends in Germany. Um, doesn't matter anywhere around the world. And it would really, really suck to just to see something just go to shit because people didn't try. People didn't care. You know, if it was up to me, I'd leave my job and I'd go to Ottawa and I'd do the protest, but I've got bills to pay. You know, that's, that's the thing. And we, 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 we've all heard the adage. I'm just doing my job, just doing my job. Yeah. A lot of people are doing the job, but there's a lot of people who are missing the moral compass. And where it's pointing to. 
and they're not looking at their actions and their lackluster performances. You know, they want to put up and shut up, and then that's all there is to it. Because after six years of service in Parliament, you get yourself a nice cozy pension, and then it's all said and done. Right? But I think we can do better, and I think there's hope out there. We can do better, ladies and gentlemen. Lots of hope. Anyhow, I will be making another episode again for you all tomorrow for Tuesday for the 2nd of August. Stay tuned to that, and I'll be posting this on, as I said, Podbean, Rumble, Brighton, Amazon, and Player FM, as well as the Tube and on Facebook alike. If you like and hear what you see, please click like and subscribe and share this content all around your social media platforms, especially Instagram. I'm starting to post uh, more on Instagram there too. So if you find my video on Instagram, click like, you send me a comment, and share it all around if you can too. It takes people like you, wonderful people like you out there, to make podcasts like mine shine. Right. I'm not going <laughs> to dump all my baggage on your shoulders, ladies and gentlemen. But please consider sharing this all around. And uh, we can do what we can to make our days even that much brighter. So like I always say, ladies and gentlemen, do what you can to help each other in these trying times. And I want to say thank you to my newer subscribers out there. I'm up to 9,700 plus, I believe. Last I checked on YouTube. And a few more coming on Podbean too. So thank you very much. Give yourselves a good round of applause for that. Well done. Well done on you. And uh, I want to thank you all again for giving me such good positive reinforcement uh, in regards to some of the emails and comments I've been receiving, especially my Facebook page. So keep on rocking, all that good stuff. But like I say, ladies and gentlemen, do what you can to help each other in these trying times. Do a little bit extra for your neighbors, an extra for your loved ones, your kids, your wife, your husband, your boyfriend, however you identify. And like I always say, humanity and merit wins the day. Take care and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. This has been another episode of the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Stay sane and thank you for listening. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Well, smack my ass and call me Judy. <laughs>